Welcome to the Trinity Reformed Church Podcast. To find out more, check out our website at trinityreformedkirk.com. That's trinityreformedkirk.com. We come now to our exhortation this morning as we prepare to confess our sin. And our exhortation comes from 1 Peter uh, chapter 1, verses 13 and 14, which reads, Therefore, prepare your minds for action, and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance. In 1 Peter, we find a letter to the church that's scattered throughout Asia Minor, written you know, five to ten years before the destruction of the temple in 70 AD. Peter is writing to encourage the church to endure suffering and persecution, to remain faithful in distressing times. And a big theme of the book is we see here is preparation. Uh, it's, it's here in this verse we just read, therefore preparing your minds for action. But again in chapter 3, always being prepared to make a defense to anybody who, gives, uh, who asks for a reason, for the hope that is in you. In chapter 4, beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes to test you. So this theme of preparation, being prepared, not being surprised, uh, is, is per, uh, persists throughout this, this uh, letter. So how are we to be prepared? Well, throughout the letter, Peter tells us to be prepared by being sober-minded. This term, sober-minded, is also repeated several times throughout the letter. Uh, again, in the passage we just read, being sober-minded, you set fully uh, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. In chapter 4, verse 7, be self-controlled and sober-minded for the sake of your prayers. And then again in chapter 5, verse 8, be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. So what does it mean to be sober-minded? In uh, that, that passage in chapter 5, Sober-minded is listed along with being watchful. And then in that passage in ch chapter 4, sober-minded is paired with being self-controlled. So being watchful, being self-controlled uh, are, are both aspects of being sober-minded, and those fit with the literal definition of being sober-minded, of being sober, right? Of not being intoxicated or drunk. Uh, when you're intoxicated, you lose control of your body and of your inhibitions. So both your physical and moral faculties are impaired when you are uh, by drugs and alcohol, when you are intoxicated. But our passage this morning shows us that uh, we can also lose our sobriety through overindulgence in our passions and our emotions. So it's not just talking about literal drunkenness and soberness. It's, talking about so it's translated as sober-minded in a lot of translations because it's not just talking about that. And, and this passage wants to point us to the fact that we can become, we can lose our sober-mindedness uh, through overindulgence in our passions or our emotions. So let's read it again. Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance. When we give in to our passions and the passions of others, Stress, fear, anxiety, anger, lust, we're not being sober-minded. It's important to note 
that this phrase, being conformed to your passions, not only indicates giving into a momentary fit of passion, yes, that would definitely be an instance of, of not being sober-minded, but we're, we're specifically warned about the persistent habitual failure to take control of our emotions, which the, the, that pattern conforms us to those emotions and leaves us unprepared for action and unprepared for obedience. I'll give a few examples. If you're regularly giving in to envy and covetousness, so if that's a pattern in your life that you're just kind of on a low boil all the time, um, you will become molded into an ungrateful person who is never pleased by anything. By not confessing and repenting from your anger, you can become a grouch who exasperates his wife and his children. Many men become passive, non-confrontational leaders because they have been conformed by persistent, habitual fear. Haven't we seen this uh, so many times over the last several years? When COVID or George Floyd or the latest media crisis works the country into a frenzy, how many Christian leaders are caught flat-footed and unable to think biblically? Peter is saying that they were drunk on the job, those leaders who, who lost their sobriety, who lost their wits in the midst of this frenzy of emotion that's going on, on around them. They were dr drunk on the job. They had been conformed to their passions, their fear, their love of money and approval, and, and were not ready and not able to respond sober-mindedly to those issues. And the reality is that these same kinds of things are happening in our homes and in our jobs every day. Trials, inner office drama, market dynamics, illness, kids' behavior issues, all of these things will inevitably come. Will you be found ready to meet them with a sober mind? Prepare your minds for action. Do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance. Thanks for listening. To find out more, check out our website at trinityreformedkirk.com. That's trinityreformedkirk.com. Oh,